Good evening and welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Robinson, and we are returning to the Lotus Flower Podcast after a four-month sabbatical. We are happy to be back with you this evening, streaming live from Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you find your podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. It is the flower that blooms in adversity that is the greatest of them all, the lotus flower. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the topic of resiliency and what it means to be resilient. In case you hadn't noticed, life is full of difficulties, complex and sometimes unpredictable. However, when things happen that are outside of our control, what do we do? What do we do to handle those situations that seems as though they have taken us totally by surprise? It is during those times of our lives that we wonder, how am I to express an attitude of resiliency? What can I do to build my resiliency? Resiliency, have you ever asked yourself, what does it mean to be resilient? I want you to ponder that for a moment and think about when you found yourself in a situation that was challenging, it was hard, and it seems as though you were never going to get beyond it. Well, what did you do at that time? At that time in your life, when it seems like the door was closed and you could not see on the other side of it. Well, it was during those times that I would challenge you tonight to think that you had to come to the conclusion that either this is going to hinder me or I am going to move forward from it. Oftentimes, when you choose to move forward from it, that is the time where you're being resilient. Resiliency, by definition, is the ability to bounce back from life's inevitable disappointments, failures, and pains. Resiliency. Resiliency is different from Fragility. Fragility means that anything that happens to you, then you're going to be affected in a way that you're going to become fragile and you're going to actually succumb to that challenging situation that is in front of you. It's complex, 
it's hard and you aren't able to bounce back from it. Mm -hmm. However, when you're resilient, you're able to bounce back from a situation that's dire and it seems as though there's no way out. Now, you might ask me, you may say, well, Dr. Pamela, how do you suggest that I would become resilient when I'm going through so much in my life and it seems as though nothing is going right and you're telling me that I can actually bounce back from that situation? Yes, I'm telling you that you can do just that. First of all, you've got to get some perspective getting perspective. Why must you get perspective over the situation? Well, you may not necessarily see things the way that they're actually are presenting themselves in front of you because sometimes you cannot see the forest for the trees. So we may not necessarily need to do things differently to have a more meaningful life as much as we need to see things differently. Sometimes we've got to change our perspective in order to be able to move forward and be that resilient person. If you look at Luke chapter 11, verse 34, it tells us about resiliency. It talks with us about how we can actually bounce back from situations, how the eye is actually the whole, the eye is actually what we're looking through from our perspective. And it actually shows us the way and it lights our path throughout the way. But sometimes when we all that we see is with our natural eyesight. We'll miss what really is going on around us. So we may not necessarily, once again, need to see things differently with our eyes. However, we may need to pray and ask the Lord to open our eyes to be able to see things differently. We may need to ask him to help us to be able to see things from a different perspective. Resiliency. It is the ability to bounce back from life's inevitable disappointments, failures, and pains. We're going to take a short commercial break at this time, and I want you to be sure to like comment, and subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. Once again, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. We'll pause now for a break. That in all of our ways to acknowledge the Lord and that he would direct our paths. The Bible tells us that greater is he that's within us than anything in this world. And the Bible also tell, tells us that uh, I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. 
Now, let me use an analogy here with you. If cars didn't have shock absorbance, every ride would be a miserable experience. The ride through life without shock absorbers, that is resilience, would be the same. So without building resilience, your own internal shock absorbers, it's not possible to lead a happy and productive life. Once again, the Lotus Flower Podcast, the aim of that Lotus Flower is the flower that blooms in adversity. That flower had to be a flower that was resilient. It had to be a flower that was resilient in nature. And I'm clapping my hands because the flower was so resilient that even when people went like that, if they came up to it and they actually clapped their hands up to it and all, the flower would actually still stand there. It wouldn't even waver. It wouldn't even lose its stature because it was so rooted and grounded and firmly planted where it was until it didn't even bother it when things weren't going as well as they should have because it was firmly planted. Now, something about that lotus flower I'd like to let you know is that that lotus flower actually was planted in the muck and in the mire. Now, those are old-fashioned terms. Muck and mire means it was in this really, really, really dirty, dirty place. Sometimes in our very own lives, we are in these dirty, dirty, dirty places, places that seems as though we can never get out of, places of despair, places of depression, places of defeat, places that are heavy, heavy with depression, heavy with anxiety, heavy with the cares of this world. Those are those dark places that we oftentimes find ourselves planted in, in different seasons in our lives. But I liken this to that lotus flower that was planted in the muck and the mire. Even though it was underneath that dirt when it was only a little seedling, it was able to push itself up, 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 and beyond that tumultuous situation. Why? because of the internal factors that were inside of the flower. Internal, just like the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us and it's internal and it gives us the strength to push beyond adverse situations. Well, that internal workings that was laying dormant in that lotus flower when adverse situations came about, the resiliency of that flower rose up and it became a beautiful pink and white flower that did not have any dirt on it when it came from that tumultuous situation. That is just like the situations that we find ourselves in sometimes in this life. 
The Bible tells us that the lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, the whole body is able to get full light, meaning the whole body is able to see a perspective that is clear and that is true. But when the eye is bad, the body also, the body also is bad when the whole body is not working fairly. I'd like to go on a commercial break at this time and I'll come back to you shortly with more times of our lives when we're doing these things. It's those seasons where we're on the mountaintop and we're smiling and we're happy and nothing is going wrong. And those stories that we read and the Bible we read and the places that we've gone that were so fun and the church services and going to worship at church was all good. But then when the world starts crashing in and unexpected things start happening, our loved ones get sick and they die unexpectedly. We might have a car accident and become disabled. We might have a job loss whereby we cannot support ourselves. We may have our ch children that might be despondent. Terrible things can start happening all around us. But it's at that time and during those seasons of life that are dark and dreary, it's during those times that we've got to allow those stories that we read, the worship service we've gone through, the scripture that we have cited year in and year out to come to life. It's during those times that when the Holy Spirit is dealing with us, in a still, quiet way that we've got to allow him to have his way. Even when it doesn't feel good, even when we don't understand, even when we don't want things to happen, when we thought the Lord would heal our loved one on this side and he chose not to. It's during those times that we find ourselves having to be resilient, having to be able to bounce back from life inevitable disappointments, failures, and pains. Having to make the things that we're going through not just be a ritual. The things that we cling to when we're on the mountaintop experience, those things cannot just be ritualistic. They have to become a part of who we are so that when we do experience life disappointments, those things will actually sustain us. The Holy Spirit will support us, but we've got to do our part as well. We've got to pray, we got to fast, we got to read our word, and we most importantly have got to walk it out. It has to become as real as this shirt is that I'm wearing tonight on my body the word of God has to become just that real to us when we are going through life difficult seasons. We've got to be resilient. We've got to have a bounce back to us. We've got to be able to see things from the perspective and the lenses 
of the Holy Spirit. We've got to trust the Lord. The Bible tells us that in all of our ways to acknowledge him and he would direct our very paths. What does the Bible say about resiliency? When we think about resiliency, the Bible may not have said the word resiliency point blank, but when we think about what resiliency is, once again, the ability to bounce back from adverse situations, when we think about it, when we think about it, when we think about that, then I want you to think about it right now. That if you found yourself in a situation right now that was outside of your control, what would you do? If you found yourself in a situation that you felt all alone and you felt as though nothing would ever change with it, you felt as though nothing was going to get better, what would the Bible that you read day in and day out, those of you that are Christians or those of you that are reading the word because you are wanting to become a Christian or that you are inquisitive about what it says, what does it say to you? What is it encouraging you to do to be resilient, to have that bounce back spirit? The Bible compels us to have endurance, to have patience, to be long-suffering. And it's character, the characteristics that we find in the Bible are all positive. Yes, they are all positive. Even the things that are there to actually convict us, even the things that are there to actually cause us to fall down on our knees and cry out to the Holy Spirit, even the things that are there that go down bitter, the things that may not taste as well when they're going down, you know, just like the medicine that your mother may have given you years and years back, when you were a child and it was bitter and it didn't taste well and it didn't sit right on your stomach, but ultimately it was there to help you to get better. Well, it's just like swallowing some of the scripture when we read the word of God and sometimes it convicts us and we don't want to take it in. But it's during those times if we would take in the word of God when I said everything is good in the Holy Writ. It's during those times when we take the word in that when we go through the seasons of life that are unfavorable, that the Holy Spirit can begin to rise up in us in the places that may be laying dormant, but we've actually fed those places. We've actually put the spirit of God in us. We've actually took in his word. We actually spent time with him. We've actually fasted. We've actually prayed. We've actually deposited things into the bank of our souls. And when things occur in our lives that are unfavorable, we're able to have that bounce back spirit about us to go forward and to continue to be resilient. Why? because we 
have actually taken God at his word. We've actually walked it out. We've actually began to believe, not only believe it, but able to see it, to able to actually bring it into fruition. The scriptures that says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose, even the bad things, the good things, the in-between things, those things are all working together for our good. And it's during those times that life seasons are dark and unfavorable that we've got to be resilient and have that bounce back to us is during those times that we've got to draw on the depository that we put inside of our spirit man. God said in his word that he would never leave you nor forsake you. And he is no short of his word. He will never leave and he will never forsake you because he loves you just that much. Resiliency, the ability to bounce back from life's inevitable disappointments, failures, and pains. Resiliency. When you think of the word resiliency, now I want you to think of these three things that I stated at the beginning of the podcast. And the three things were, how do you develop resiliency? As a social worker for over 24 plus years, I would always give my clients suggestions and advice on how to be resilient. I would first encourage them to step back, assess their situation with as much objectivity as they could. How bad is the problem? Have I overstated it? Now, sometimes my clients think an unhappy occurrence it's much more serious than it really is. Usually it's amplified by evoking a painful childhood issue into it. Thinking back during a time of life years and years ago that something painful happened and they're triggered by something that is occurring now. Often getting perspectives is as simple as asking yourself this question. What's the worst thing that can happen? Usually you'll discover the worst thing isn't that bad and it isn't even likely to happen. Now, second, I oftentimes share with my clients to compare the underserved bad things that have happened to them with the unearned good things that have happened to them. Now, when I ask my clients to do this, they inevitably conclude that 
the unearned good things in their life far outweigh the bad. Now, I'd like to say the ratio is at least 10 to 1. In my own case, I didn't earn the incredibly good fortune that I am experiencing now on my own. I didn't earn this because I'm such a good person, but I earned it because of my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and because of my ability to remain, remain steadfast and unmovable, always abiding in the word of the Lord. And I'm reaping, I'm reaping what I'm sowing. I thank and praise the Lord that he has saw me through to the other side of my intense grief and pain that was on the front end when my husband transitioned unexpectedly. I thank and praise the Lord that he has blessed me and my young adult children tremendously. It is because we have remained steadfast. And I'd like to liken that to resiliency. We have chosen to be resilient. We have chosen to bounce back in light of life's challenges, in light of the heavy grief, in light of the heartbreak. We have chosen to remain resilient and to hold on to God's and his unchanging hand. I would encourage you today to do the same. In light of this, in light of this tonight, in light of this, in light of what you may be going through tonight, in light of all the bad things that may be happening in your life, in light of things that are going to contrary, in light of things that you may not understand, I want to encourage you that there is good on the other side, that seasons do change, just like fall changes to winter and winter changes to spring. Seasons do change in your life. Things might be bad right now, but there will be a time that the seasons will change. Now, you've got to encourage yourself this way. You've got to know that you've got to develop a tough side to you. If I had to give you a third thing tonight to encourage you to become resilient, I tell you, to develop a tough side to yourself. In Philippians chapter four, verse six, it encourages us to do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now life hits you from all directions, health, personal relationship, work challenges, family issues, and the list goes on and on and on. Now to deal with these things, you've got to build up mental toughness. The earlier in life that one starts this process, the better. That's why when parents seem to coddle their children and protect them from every life hurt and failure. They're not doing them any failures, nor are our colleagues that provide 
us so-called like safe spaces to to hide us from having to experience hardships and pains. Well, there are comes times in our lives that we've got to push ourselves to lean on the Lord Jesus Christ and trust him to walk us through these tough places in our lives, even during the times that we feel as though we're incapable. That's the prime time when you are incapable because when we are at our weakest point in life, that is when we are at our strongest in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us to endure patience, to endure suffering patiently, to be long-suffering. It is this time of life when we're enduring suffering and when we're going through patiently and we're being long-suffering, it is this time in our lives that the Lord is actually growing us. He's actually sanctifying us through this process. He's actually molding us. He's actually building us, our character. No, it doesn't feel good. No one wants to be on the wheel where the potter is making and shaping and crushing and remaking them. But we don't have a choice in how the Lord is going to fashion us and bring us into maturity. So we've got to trust the Lord. The Bible tells us to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and to lean not into our own understanding, but in all of our ways to acknowledge him. And who will direct our paths? It's I apologize for the... Um the inter interruption here. I apologize for that. Um, I've had an internet failure, so I apologize for the interruption of the stream. My internet actually went out here in my new home. We just moved to a new home here in North Carolina, and we've been having some really spotty internet uh, connection. Sometimes it's in and then sometimes it'll go out. So I apologize for that. But thank you all for coming back onto the stream and joining me for tonight's episode of the Lotus Flower Podcast, season three, episode number three. And we're talking tonight about resiliency, the topic of resiliency. And as I was sharing with you, about resiliency, I was encouraging you to, to be not anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto the Lord and the peace of God, it says, will surpass your very own understanding. It will keep you in the midnight hour. It will keep you when you cannot keep yourself the Lord is yet able to, to take care of you. God will take care of you when you cannot take care of yourself. I want to encourage you tonight that you're able to be resilient. When you feel as though you cannot be resilient, 
I want you to know that if you put your hand in God's hand, he will walk you through the difficult season in your life. He will give you the ability to bounce back. The Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you will take you through life's inevitable disappointments. It will take you through the failures. It will take you through life's pains and it will make those things bearable. Again, I'm not here tonight to minimize what anyone is going through related to any difficult season in their life, especially the sudden loss of a loved one, the loss of a mom, a dad, a sister, brother, close friend, a neighbor. I want you to know that my heart breaks for you. I feel what you're going through right now because I've gone through that myself. But I also want to encourage you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I want to encourage you to know that you can be strong. You can get through the situation in which you're going through. If you are able to have the proper perspective, the perspective that you will get when you pray and ask the Lord to lead, guide, and direct your paths. If you're able to see things through the lens of the Holy Spirit, if you're able to ask the Lord to help you, then turn it over to him and leave it at his feet. Then the Lord Jesus Christ will be able to undergird you with his Holy Spirit and help you to be able to get through whatever situation that you find yourself in. Thank you for listening tonight to this season three, episode three of the Lotus Flower Podcast. I want to let you know that we have some products that we've developed that are available for you. Once again, I apologize. Lives of your friends or anyone that's in your social sphere. My first product that I want to be able to share with you this evening is the dissertation that I wrote roughly five years ago when I was in my doctoral program at the Apex School of Theology here in North Carolina. Uh, educating the African-American church toward mental health wellness is the title. You can purchase that dissertation by scanning the QR code right there on your screen and you will be able to have that product available to you to be able to enhance your walk as you walk through life and we find ourselves in challenges and we find ourselves in these low points emotionally, we might find ourselves having situational depression or having situational anxiety or actually having a diagnosis of anxiety. 
having PTSD, having postpartum depression or postpartum psychosis, or going through a time whereby we feel like we're in this dark, deep tunnel because of some life situation or having a chemical imbalance where we might have to be prescribed some type of psychotropic medication. But on top of that, there are products that can help you as well, such as reading books, studying out God's word. So as the Lord allowed me to spend three years developing this dissertation that's on the screen, I would like to be able to get that into your hand. And I'd like to encourage you that when you purchase that dissertation, you'll be able to enhance the lives of your family, friends, loved ones, work, work relationships, church, family, and all that are in your social network. Also, I want to share with you my product, The Color of Hope, African-American Mental Health in the Church. That product is available to you as well by scanning the QR code. This particular book I wrote as an extrapolation from the dissertation. Oftentimes the dissertation is, is written for professionals that are doing research and there's a lot of studies, there's a lot of data, there's a lot of research in a dissertation that sometimes isn't as friendly and user-friendly to a layman's. So I extrapolated that information from that dissertation and put it in the form of the color of hope, African-American mental health in the church for those of you that may want to be able to read a book outside of reading a dissertation. So go ahead and scan that QR code. I'll leave it up for a while longer. Scan that QR code and purchase several copies of that book, one for yourself and other copies to give to your family, friends, loved ones, people that you work with, church family, spread that book around so that you could help someone in your social network become resilient. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. How do you make lemonade? By putting in some ingredients. How do you put in ingredients? You actually take the ingredient off the shelf, you choose the right one and you use that ingredient, you pour it in and then you stir it around and it becomes one with the source. Well, just like when you purchase these products that I'm telling you about, you, you choose the product you want, you read about the product, you learn about the product and you apply what's in the book to your very life. That's like stirring the sugar around in the lemon, lemonade. You make that product a part of who you are and you begin to practice the principles that are in the book and you become more and more resilient. Also, I would like for you to know about my manual, Blooming with Hope, 
Parenting Educational Manual. This manual was written actually out of a time whereby I find found myself having to be resilient. I found myself having to bounce back. I found myself being in a situation that was unpredictable. This had to be over 28 years ago when I experienced a difficult season in my life. It was a season that I went through a biblically based divorce from my first husband. I was a mom with two children and one child on the way. And the divorce hit me so hard. It was like the death of a close loved one. And knowing that I had three children to raise, I needed to be strong. I needed to continue on. I needed to be able to have that bounce back spirit to be resilient. I loved the Lord. Even at that time, I was walking closely with him. But yet and still I was human and I had emotions and pain, the pain that I felt, the rejection, the loss of hope, the fear, the anxiety that was trying to overtake me could not because my hand was in God's hand and I applied what I was learning through his word. I applied that to my life and I was resilient. But through it all, the Lord gave me a vision one evening. He told me, I want you to educational manual. In the manual, you'll find worksheets on how to navigate budgeting money, how to navigate planning your child's summer education, how to navigate teaching your child about the importance of reading, the importance of having good social skills, how to navigate having appropriate relationships in your life. You'll find information in the book to help you to hold section on how to plan for your future in higher education, because I encourage everyone to reach their potential and how to do that even when you may not have a lot of resources. So be 